India has been criticized by developing countries like America that we have been using a lot of chemical fertilizers. However, India's senior official from the agricultural department has said that our land is no longer suitable for another green revolution that we have to use only natural fertilizers. When the author of this book, To Parameswaran, was a little boy, he recollects seeing posters that said that this particular field is subjected to modern fertilizers. The author believes that changes in the agricultural field has had a parallel effect on our deep-rooted culture too. As the usage of uh, modern fertilizers have been promoted extensively on digital media, he questions the knowledge of youngsters who participate in these Twitter debates. He asks what is the point of two groups indulging in Twitter battles when both the groups carry only half-baked knowledge. He said that this book is for those youngsters who are lost with knowledge that is already poisoned by the MNCs. Some modernists may consider this as a patronage of those good old times, but the author reinstates that knowing one's roots is also a part of science. He criticizes the ways of commerce that's running the nation, about how people have been reduced to two categories, buyers and sellers. Man was never made for this. He said purpose of human beings is not magnifying consumerism but rather learning to grow and evolve through knowledge. He says money can fix everything now. It can fix a banyan tree that grows on tainted soil. Roots do not survive without its chemical friends. But how did they get tainted in the first place? Because our land is always pure, always fertile. Though the author says his knowledge is limited to the land he belongs to, which is Tamil Nadu, he reinstates that he has taken a path towards humanity as a whole. He begins the chapter by glorifying Tamil, a language that is believed as the oldest and the most primitive language that ever was, spoken by the indigenous tribes who lived here thousands of years ago in Tamil Nadu. There is still an ongoing debate that emphasizes that the Tamils were the first civilization that blossomed in the earth. Tamil is seen as a way of life and is much more than scholarly poetry. In Devaram, which is an ancient spiritual text, Tamil is referred as a song and not as a language. He mentions that Jains and Shaivites who pray to Lord Shiva even gave Tamil a godly stature. It is believed that this language was descended from the Adiyogi Lord Shiva and that he had passed on this language to sage Agastyar, who is familiar in all Indian mythological texts. The great poet Kambar, who wrote Ramayana, also agrees with this theory that Tamil is a God-sent language. Later, Tamil Nadu was infiltrated with the introduction of North Indian languages, though the politics behind the same is still felt now. Unlike the current times, the medieval folk stayed true to their roots and continued to worship their language. 19th century saw the rise of Tamil politics and its cultural implications. This language created a magic that brought together large masses of people in utter surrender. The world knows one person among this lot. The social activist Bharati Dasan has repeatedly sung about the greatness of Tamil and has also called the language a divine mother. This language was loved and patronized so much so that it preceded the street's name, city's name and a state's name 
the state where tamil is spoken is still called tamil nadu the first ever chola a king of southern india renamed his war general as tamil vel this was considered as a great honor to have your name entwined with the word tamil this particular story was found as an inscription in a jain temple aryans had always given importance to the element of fire in all their religious and cultural ceremonies in the same way dravidians considered water as a sacred element even small religious activities conducted at home will have water involved even at homes you will always find a large bowl made of clay sitting at the entrance filled with water and flowers setting up water tanks during summer was considered as a service it has been mentioned in ancient inscription that chola kings of tamil nadu offered lavish subsidies to the builders of water tanks in many tamil literature texts like paripadal and tirupavai it has been mentioned that bathing is also a ritual these are some of the aspects of ancient tamils and their way of life if you wish to read more about the greatness of tamil nadu you can read this book ariyapadada tamilagam on flipkart and amazon this is vyasa speaking and i'll meet you soon